You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. You guys have asked how you can help the podcast continue, how you can support. Well, now we have these donate buttons. You can go to StandUpNY, as in NewYorkLabs.com. Scroll down, click on Entertainment, and then the blue We Know Nothing logo, and donate whatever sum you would like. Your hard-earned cash will go directly to me, Sam and Phil, and the fine folks who donate their time, who are engineering and producing the show. So now, back to We Know Nothing, StandUpNYLabs.com. Thank you. We know nothing. Welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina. Joined. I don't even know why we intro. Why do I introduce myself? Because you're the team leader, Anya. Yeah. This is episode 69 of We Know Are Nothing. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm wow. joined by. Uh, wow, you looked at me right in the eyes when you said that. I think you should have been looking at me. Phil Hanley is back. Uh, yeah. He's back in action. We missed you dearly. Mm. Sam Morell is here as Thank well. You. Yeah. I'm very yeah. excited Phil, to Phil see Hanley slumming it with that um, coffee, as he just said. What? Yeah, Phil, right before the podcast, said he's slumming it with that coffee that I bought him. I bought him breakfast. Yes, yeah, he, be, he was being a cranky puss, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy breakfast. And, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it, Sammy. Say thank it's you then. So it's 1.30. It's <laughs> 1.30. We're late risers, on you. Yeah, we yeah, show biz. How late were you guys up last night? Uh, actually, I went to bed quite early. I went to bed at like 2. I went to bed at 4. Really? Damn. I was. I just can't sleep early. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys have sets late last night? Uh, I performed, and then Sam, of course, you did I did Coke. University of Rhode Island. Coke? Phil. God, fucking He doesn't do it. cocaine, uh, no, does he? No, I was opening for... Uh, I was opening for Jeff Ross at University of Rhode Island. And I, we watched the uh, late night with Stephen Colbert debut. We ate Chinese food. Nice. And then we slow danced till the sun came. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, I thought parts were great. I think it's gonna. I think they all take a little time to get rolling. Was I think he the, the in, Oreo chunk was great. Was he in character? No, he's doing. That's the thing. Is like the only thing that is a little annoying to me is that um, he they come out like kind of a. Uh, he came out and like is doing like this dance, yeah. And it's almost like you know someone said like Jimmy Fallon is like the fun guy. You got to be the fun guy now too. Oh no! So he he did a lot of really fun stuff. It was good, but you know all these shows take kinks. Yeah. I, I think Colbert's great. At yeah, 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 yeah. I love show. Colbert. It's gonna take a little while, right, for him today. to get his feet wet. Remember Conan? Like the first year was so gawky, and then. It... But, but Conan at least was like kind of. They thought they were gonna get canceled, so they were taking ridiculous <laughs> yeah. risks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this one is almost like, I think it's the opposite, where they're playing it a little safe, because they're like, it's got to appeal to the masses, and kind of what, I think what made Colbert so great is uh, that he didn't, that he kind of found this niche and was so great at it, and I think he'll find a new one. Oh, I'm sure he will, and I think it's a perfect with, I mean, because Fallon, uh, I think there's there's room for, like, say, like, my parents would enjoy Stephen Colbert more than watching Jimmy totally. Fallon, probably. I think it's going to be a Letterman-Leno thing. I think Fallon's kind of going to be more like the Leno type, and he's going to be, Colbert hopefully be more like Letterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean a more all-American, safer Fallon will be? Fallon could yeah. gear towards more towards like younger people, yeah. and then uh, Colbert could have, like, he had like more political guests and stuff like that. My whole family when is you, super into Colbert. Of I have not watched. This week. We had Jeb Bush on last night. But Fallon's got Trump, who's... Yeah. 
presidential he candidate. He tore Trump up. It was a good segment last night. He had some great Trump lines. Oh, really? And you're like, man, if anyone could derail Trump, it's Colbert probably. Like, remember the ways uh, Tina Fey derailed Sarah Palin? Yes. Yeah. If anyone could derail Trump, but you almost want Trump to be the candidate because you're like, all right, well, there's no way he's going to, he, he'll probably be the candidate, but there's no way he'll be president, you know? But That's it just, what we it'll just say keep now. going. I, I remember thinking, I was like, as long as he can just do it to the first debate, it'll be so funny. <laughs> and then now it's just like, he's like blowing people out of the way. It's crazy. In like four years, we're going to be like, look, he's not going to be president again. Yeah, you he know? will he's not no get way. his term. Absolutely There's no way no he's going to get reelected. I feel like if anybody has the potential to r- ruin the world, it's Donald Trump. Just make some really crazy decisions. He's such a, a wild character. Do you hear what he said about how he said he feels like he's been in the military because he went to a military uh, private prep school? <laughs> so he feels like he's like, he's like I kind of feel like I've yeah. served. He, yeah. That's awesome. We're expecting a guest here soon, a very special guest, but she's hey. not here quite yet. I'm Sam, so excited. Tell us. So we're waiting. Sam's brother is getting married. Yeah. So maybe so, I can run, can I run my wedding toast by you? Sure. All right. This is just some of the lines I wrote. My brother's getting married on Saturday. I'm doing the rehearsal. Are dinner. you the best man? I don't know. Probably. I guess no, not. I, I, doubt doubt it. It. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, not there. I don't even he's think, not, I don't he's even think I'm the best man here right now. Yeah, I don't think I'm one of the like the ten best men at this wedding. I wasn't even one of the best men at the bachelor party. No, that bachelor party got pretty spicy. Did it? Don't you no, have a lot of brothers, or just a? I have one brother. Okay. All right. This is the opener. The one fight I've seen Greg and Catesby have is when Catesby moved one of his pictures from the office to their living room. So the one relationship dispute was over interior decoration. Basically, I could be giving this speech at a gay wedding. <laughs> what I'm trying I like to say it. is, I approve of this wedding, but Kim Davis does not. Good. Topical? Very, yeah, very topical. topical. Homophobic? <laughs> totally Sam. Yeah. Catesby, my brother's a good man. He What's her out. name? Catesby. Catesby? I just said it Can three times, but apparently Anya can't catch that. <laughs> I, I yeah. had trouble. It's, I've, I've never, never heard, heard that. that name before. Yeah. What is that? It's, uh, it's Irish Catholic. Catesby. I made that up. So I you just know. call her Kate. <laughs> so, does no. she really you call her Catesby? Catesby. Okay. I've never heard. It's got a certain charm. Well, it's nice you guys to put down my. Uh, no, we're not putting her down. We're just we're not putting her down. Why wow, you're very hypersensitive. Yeah, I am. Catesby, my brother's a good man. He went out jogging the morning after his bachelor party. This is a responsible man. The rest of us were passed out on an air mattress covered in stripper sweat. Greg is doing quad stretches on the porch so he won't tighten up after eight miles. Is that funny? <laughs> yeah, it's good. I think everything. I've already heard these. I laughed when I heard funny. them all in the diner. Okay. All right. Just because I was trying to get. I don't know why mentioning stripper sweat at the wedding is good. It's a young no. wedding. It's very progressive. Okay. Is that progressive though? I, I don't know. Is, I okay, like, I won't. These are bad jokes. I'm trying. It's to like know human that. trafficking. Is that Wait. progressive to you? I think it is. Right. I'm He's a liberal stretch- human trafficker. What is the punchline? He's stretching. I, I human traffic out yeah, of what is uh, the, out of like a rustic is, urban kind of environment. That could be the name of your comedy album. <laughs> what is the punchline? <laughs> you just want to stress that he doesn't want to pull yeah, anything. Yeah, no, he's a nice guy. That's a funny joke. I, I like okay. it. All right. Uh, Anya's more of a musician. Yeah. They got a cat named Duke. That's a, that's a good move. Getting something that makes people uncomfortable, like a cap, and name it something badass. I call finally my late tax return lumberjacking. That's great. Is that funny? I'm it's, just waking up. It's gr- I'm bombing. <laughs> I'm bombing my toast That's a great here. joke. It's hard. You're in What a- does that mean? I don't know. doesn't matter. They're all dropped. I'm rewriting the whole no, post. No, Sammy, these are quality, buddy. It's family. The main, the main thing is we're like just a- happy you found someone of the same race. Oh, my God. This is good. Racial. <laughs> this is- not good. 
Oh, you know what? It's a wedding. It's a celebration of their joy. It's a celebration of my roast jokes. I bet you anything, Phil, Sam's brother's like, God, why does my brother constantly have to do stand-up everywhere? Yeah. Like, he honestly I- asked me to do a stand-up set at their wedding. Okay. Catesby? Yeah. Okay. She asked me to do it, and I said, Those I are great jokes. Set. You're in a weird environment. <laughs> Why yeah. would you say that? Actually, the race one is my favorite one. Friends for friends for years, now the uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, then husband and wife. It's kind of like every sitcom ever. They got together in season six. I didn't understand the first line you said. Start I, you know, over. I'm not even finishing the joke now. <laughs> no, please. No, I love this set. Here. I'm into I'm this out. set. Bye-bye. Sammy, the jokes are great. I do think you should go, but this, the jokes, <laughs> those are quality. You're telling them in a, in no, a podcast started, started studio. Again. I couldn't hear I'm you. I'm telling these jokes into a smelly mic to a shitty, <laughs> shitty crowd right now. Oh, they could clean shit. these. You know, a lot of, This just, podcast should be called We Know Nothing About Comedy. <laughs> That's true. Aziz just texted. He wants you to do this set for him opening. He wants me to do the brother jokes? Yeah. Phil, I'm sorry, man. I, you know what? He, he, when you're killing it on the toast circuit, Aziz is listening live stream. Absolutely. Um, That's great. Please I did do the, the last one again. <laughs> I didn't hear. No, it. I'm not doing okay, it again. Fine. Sammy, those are great jokes. You're a great joke writer. <laughs> that sounded so Why don't you explain sarcastic. that to uh, Hitler over here? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> there's so much to cover. I mean, I'm just so excited for our guest who's going to come probably for the second podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> What else can we cover? Do you want to go through fan mail now or later? I mean, uh, we can. We got to cover mail. relationships, depression. Okay, fine. So we really got... okay. All right. I mean, let's. We could talk about. I mean, what do you want to talk? You want to do advice? You want to? We got some positive. Oh, special uh, shout out to Greg Warren, by the way, who's on last week's episode, who got me Mizzou tickets when I was in Missouri last weekend. Got me uh, good seats to the Mizzou game. Fun game. Cute kids in their little. Mizzou jerseys tucked into their khaki shorts. Gotta love the Midwest. What kind of sport is (laughs) it? Football. It's a football game. Oh, Oh, you went to the game? I've never felt more uh, misunderstood in a podcast in my life. (laughs) Sammy, you went to the game? I did. Nice, buddy. Did you have an ale? Uh, they don't serve drinks at the game. It's are you a college serious? stadium, yeah, Phil. Not everything's about getting wasted. It's just about enjoying life. Why are college kids playing football in khaki shorts? No, I'm talking with the little kids in the crowd. Oh, I was confused. Uh, are you supposed to be around? Can we just redo this whole podcast? <laughs> I feel like this has gone nowhere so far. I'm the straight woman on this pod. And Phil's the, uh... <laughs> I'm not going to finish it. Your All right, beard let's is go. back. Chuck, yeah, the beard's back. I'm happy about that. Everybody's relationships are going well. (laughs) Everybody's love life is good. Relationships are good. Let's do fan mail. Okay. That's a no. Um, (laughs) Do you want me to read the negative one, the positive one? People asking about dating advice. Who's it negative towards? Oh, wait. first. Yes. Okay. Let's (laughs) open with the lighthearted stuff. This is hardcore, though. I'd rather Sam read it. Oh, really? Read it? Yeah. No, not if it's going to be... Really? It's, it's mean. Terror. It's pretty mean. It's, yeah. We can't go from that. You just just edit out whatever you don't want to read. I don't care. Hey, Anya, just a bit of a friendly feedback from a fan of the pod who's been listening since ep one. I wanted to say that I much prefer this week's episode, just you and your guest. Since Sam joined, I keep thinking I'm going to stop listening because I really don't like his energy on the pod. I don't like your energy on fucking Messenger. (laughs) She didn't write that part. I said that part. It's very immature the way he has called Phil a woman as an insult. (laughs) It's not cool. It is immature. Uh, Let me finish. Unrefined. Because I think Phil is more than a woman. I think he... I I, 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 I
Um, Just read what the okay. lady said so, about you. Yeah, it's very mature, and the way he's called Phil a woman is an insult a few times. It's not cool. I just don't like the vibe of the shows. You get drowned out. Mm-hmm. Just you and Phil I would agree. be good, or yeah. just you and Lisa would be ideal. It was gr- it was great to hear from Nikki on the phone this week. Oh, you like her so much. Why don't you marry her, you fucking idiot? All right. That was wow, Sam. I'm sorry. I, I lost it. That, that was ugly. That was Nikki, you and Phil were a good combination. Anyway, that was a great combo. Remember those days, Phil? I do remember. I don't like well. the way you're ganging up on me. Anyway, this week was good, and what I'm trying is what I'm trying to say. I always listen to Friday mornings in London. Sarah, X. Thank you, Sarah. That's so sweet. I'll thank you on behalf yeah, of Ryan you. Hamilton too, who was my guest. Did you guys listen to that podcast? Just me and Ryan Hamilton, Sam, Phil. No, didn't I didn't listen okay. because I'm not Sarah. Uh, let me tell you something, Sarah. Sarah, I while agree. feedback is always interesting. It's undeniable that Phil is a woman. And I'm not going to slow down. I can't stop and I won't stop. Oh, did you It's an interesting. In it's come on in if somebody's coming in. I don't know if that was a knock or just Phil knocking on the table. It is an interesting. <laughs> that was passive aggressive. Criticism uh-huh. that um, Sam and I were think, talking about this. Why, why is being called a woman an insult? It is, well, because Sam is. Uh, clearly sexist, <laughs> and he's he's trying to be insulting. I myself, I'm a, I, I don't take it as a an insult. You're not hurt by it. No, I'm not listening generally when it comes to the, <laughs> right. No, uh, is is that the is that what you thought was really mean? That yeah. wasn't that mean. It wasn't that bad, was it? Well, yeah, I mean, I've if heard... I called Anya a man, it'd be rude. I mean, it's just being called what you're. I'm not saying women are lesser. No, I'm just yeah, saying what you're not. Yeah, is what you're not rude. is that's the joke. I get that. So yeah. hopefully, Laura, is that her name? If I, I called Phil Mexican, would that be fucked up too, Laura? Well, she's sensitive about it. She's a woman, and it hurts her feelings. She, th- I think, what she's saying is it's just immature. So your style of criticism shouldn't like. But that's what he—that's how he's joking around. Yeah, it's a silly friendship. Yeah, it's a Look, silly. Laura, Laura, I don't think it's that Sam hates. W- I know it's not that Sam hates women, and that that's like the worst thing he could think of calling Phil a woman. It's just one of many things about Phil. That he's trying I don't even to. like that we're going to this territory. This yeah. is like, I mean, it's ridiculous. Sarah, this thank is... you for listening and thank you for criticizing Sam. Yeah. What's the next? Let's go also, to the next one. Phil is an adult and he can defend himself. Exactly. Why are you, why are you getting offended on behalf of Phil here? Let's go to the next one. Do you letter. think he's too okay. weak? Because <laughs> like, I do. I'm looking at that upper body and I'm like, buddy, you got to do some push ups. <laughs> let's go to the that next Dean Martin, That Dean Martin shirt's a nice overcompensation, but uh, let's go to the next letter, Sam. Hi, how more. are you? My name is Rabind from Indonesia. I want to share. There's no, there's no need for the, the racist accent you're doing right now. I'm sorry. I want to share about my life. I'm the biggest fan of Jewel Kilcher, a parentheses singer from far away, Jakarta. I, she might have emailed the wrong. Address. Nope, this came to we know nothing pot oh, at gmail.com. Uh, but I never had a chance to meet her or see any Jewel concert. Can you help, Anya? What should I do if I want Jewel? And I. Well, we should read these before we do it on the air. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? We're her fucking secretary <laughs> yeah. or something? Uh, yeah, I'm going to just write her at hey, Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Uh, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just dial her on my phone for you. <laughs> no, that was nice. Thank you for, for listening and emailing. We are a podcast. We don't have any connection to Jewel. Uh, I do have her phone number. I can email what, you that uh, separately. What was that? <laughs> Michelle in San Diego writes, uh, you guys wanted questions. Can you get me David Blaine tickets? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's mine. How flexible are you on dating someone outside your sexual preference? Ooh, you, I like where this is going. Could you date? What, we should open with this one. Someone yeah. by? I'm seeing someone. Would you date Phil? I'm seeing someone I really like, but he told me he once had a boyfriend. Hmm. 
He said it was years ago, and he seems really into me. Even oh. goes down on me, but he identifies as bi. Wow. Well, I know you guys could definitely date a girl who's bi. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. But um. Yeah, I would be okay with that. Here's the other part, though, that people don't really talk about. She's two times more likely to cheat on you, probably. Oh, interesting, because our options are, yeah. Yeah. So she's I like, don't think that works like that. Mike. Am I? <laughs> in, in my... Am you, I? you presented it like you studied it in the lab. I yeah. did, Phil. I studied at a bisexual institute of technology, and there's a I, lot. I, I don't know think about it works. This. I don't think it works like that. I don't either. I don't know how to answer that exactly. What's, what was specifically? Would what you was date? Question? Would you date someone? Out, how flexible are you on dating someone outside your sexual preference? Picture me and Phil having anal sex. Okay. Would okay. I got it. I already Jesus have it. And I'm on top, obviously, because <laughs> right. I'm the dominant male and Phil's the follower. Now. It's not a sec- it's a power thing. Would you still I be if a- Sarah wait, would be into being a co-host on the podcast? <laughs> Who's Sarah? The lady from the the from last- London. Yeah, not the Buzzkill. The- oh, yeah. okay, let me finish. Let me not finish. the jewel one. Yeah, let's get her in here. I don't want to be part of your little, your little let's get, scenario. Let's get, let's get the Would you be comfortable? You meet a guy, you really no, like no. Him. Let me finish. Okay. Let me just finish. After Phil and I had sex, would you would you still be like open to boning one of us? Oh, that, well, first of all, First of we're friends, that's the worst scenario. We're the only ones here, Phil. You gotta make it weird. People tune in for the will they, won't attention. I can see you're aroused. Let's, yeah, bro, you can see. Let's, uh... <laughs> staring at it. Let's, would you, so you date a guy, you're dating a guy a couple months. Yeah. You really like him. You find out that he, it's the like, last person he dated was a, was a male. Would you be comfortable with that? Really, da- I'd want to know how committed he had been, if he was in love, if he was like sexually fulfilled, would you want to know if he was a bottom or a top? No, I don't care. What if what if he, what if he was? What if it was? What well, if, yeah, I guess I would because I'd want to know what he was into physically. Because uh, maybe I can help. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it'd be tough for me. I I have to say, I know that studies have shown that female sexuality is more fluid than male. Uh-huh. So when uh, it seems like more men are either black or white. And <laughs> in your stay past, with me. right? I'm um, black, Phil's white. Like they're either, they're just more hard gay or hard straight. Now uh-huh. again, that's a podcast is titled We Know Nothing. So I am not a professional, I don't know. No, but it's, it's. I mean, it, it, we're not saying all people are like that, but it's, it's. if you look around, I mean, there aren't guys like making out with other dudes and those girls gone wild type videos. There's no guys videos of guys like that really you know it's like there's uh, women seem to be more open to it they seem I think less judged that type of behavior yeah. is more embraced for the most part although I will say a lot of men that I've dated when drunk or prodded about it and they're you know when they're feeling really open uh-huh. they'll tell me that they have had some kind of homosexual experience like really? either a make out well you gotta remember I've dated musicians or I'm around a lot of uh-huh. musicians they're like so poets pe- right people Modern in the arts poets. I made out with a kid once when we were like both kids obviously I people should rephrase that <laughs> I made out with a kid once people uh, in the arts tend to be more you dated musicians yeah they're a little more there are more bisexual musicians I think than you know accountants I don't know when I was like eight or nine, I made out with a boy, and we just kissed. We made out. Yeah. And, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, dropping bombs. Yeah, on yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, we made out, and uh, I mean, I hadn't had puberty yet. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted. I was like, I want. I wanted to do something. Yeah. We made out a little bit. I didn't see him for years. He left town. Right? Oh, you must have felt I, so cheap. <laughs> 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 Listen to what happens next, though. I'm at NYU. Years later, yeah. he, I'm in a class called perversion. Uh-huh. That's the name of the class. It's like you taught? 
<laughs> the teacher was fucking she was bad shit but it, we were reading like all these kind of like Asian kind of like kind of crazy kinky uh, writings and stuff Yeah, and he's in the class that's the next time I see him are you serious I hadn't seen him since then oh that's hilarious yeah and he's like the star of the class oh I bet <laughs> he knew Whoa. everything she'd be like she, when no one raised her hand she'd be like Charlie <laughs> Wait, that, 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 that wasn't really his name. Really his name. It was Charlie. Name. That was. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't say his last name. I didn't say his last name. Hey, I just revealed something personal. That's and also, amazing. Also, I didn't say his last name. But I sense you're about to. I didn't? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, because I'm uh, too tired of editing. That's incredible. Yeah, Perversion. Yeah. What yeah, was yeah. The class was just about kinks? Yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the uh, Mishima writings like that, you know, like very, like we'd watch some extreme stuff. I mean, I remember. Uh, like porn? Not porn, but like erotic stuff. It wasn't uh -huh. considered porn because yeah. it'd be, you know, <laughs> considered artistic. But things like, you know, things that I didn't like watching. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah Did you guys ever discuss that childhood thing? I mean, that's no, so we just, common. We just, uh, we just acted like it never happened. Do you think he remembered? I yeah, a, of course. I, I don't know. I had a, a really good friend who, um, when she was eight, her best friend, um, like, went, you know, the, as kids do. They were playing around anyway. The, the, she went down on her. She was eight. Wow. And um, anyway, my best Lucky friend. Lucky girl. At, w w this probably has absolutely nothing to do with that, but she ended up being gay and and sees her later at like some high, high school reunion or something and says, "Hey, do you remember that? Remember that crazy day that we, you know, had this thing?" And the girl turned beet red and said, "Never talk to me again. You're disgusting. That never happened." And she left and she shunned her and she co completely denied it. Wow. Never happened and like called my friend names and stuff like that. And my friend was like, "I di I didn't feel traumatized by that at all. It was just a childhood thing. These things happen. Like what what's the problem?" So I remember I told my mom right know. after that. I told my mom, "I think I'm gay." And my mom was like, "When you were 8?" Yeah, cuz I just I didn't I just knew that gay like gay guys like gay men man who likes man that's all I knew at eight yeah. yeah so I told my mom and she was like no you're not <laughs> she's like I can tell you're not gay I like how you said I knew I just wanted to do something yeah that's such yeah. a childhood thing like I want to like mess around or like play around with my body and see what's yeah. happening yeah, I mean, whatever. It's uh, it's it's yeah, it's a need for like human touch. Even then, you have it. You're not like sexually. You're not really a like, sexual being yet, but you you have that need to be touched. I Did think. you believe your mom when she said, "No, you're not gay"? Yeah, I was kind of like, "Oh, okay, cool." I, I didn't, it didn't. Once I told her, I was kind of like, I, I always had like a pretty close relationship with my mom. So once I told her. I was like, oh, I guess I'm probably not. Gay. But so then I was like, maybe I still. I didn't know. I don't. Did, I didn't know anything about. Did you that. say to your mom, I kissed this kid? Yeah, I said I made out with. I won't say his last name. I won't say his last name. <laughs> He's God, so you're dizzy. learning. You're dizzy. learning. Dizzy. I, uh, I I made out with him, and, and she was like, oh okay, and she was like, <laughs> was what it a fun? cool mom. Because what, what a cool mom. Because a lot of parents would like. Well, she threw garlic on me and hot sauce. So, uh, <laughs> she was, I mean, after that, she was cool. Yeah. Is there more mail? Uh, yes. That or should was... we go back to the one that was mean about Sam? <laughs> I didn't think that was that mean. She just obviously doesn't get Sam's sense of humor, which is fine. I agree. I mean, 
Welcome to the crowd. I think she's still on board, though. I have Although faith. the British are about 10 years behind, so maybe in a few years she'll really get on board with me. I think you're misunderstood a lot as being immature and sexist when really you're just a comedian just having a lot of fun. Just sexist. I, think that, I don't think... Oh, really? <laughs> just <Okay>. sexist <laughs> and homophobic. The only woman but I don't like is Phil. Not, you're clearly not homophobic. No, you you're made not out with homophobic. a guy. You made out with a guy. You're into it. No, I'm just, I'm just pretty comfortable with it, I think. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Danielle in Tacoma, Washington. Guys, you said you could fix my life. Why is my iPhone storage constantly full, even though I have cleared my photos and videos what? and audio and television I believe shows. you're looking for the genius bar. <laughs> I, I think we should read these before we go on air. We don't have a lot to choose from, so uh, um, these okay. are them. You, my iPhone storage? I don't know. Can you guys help? I have no... No, that was a dumb joke. Maybe you should maybe you should delete emails like that and you'll have more stories. This is not entertaining tech questions on the podcast. Should we? Uh, all right, anonymous in St. Louis, love the podcast. I'm gonna. Well, then why weren't you on my show last week in Columbia, Missouri? Yeah, why weren't? How do you know he's anonymous maybe, or she? Maybe, maybe she? Oh, I had a crazy fan of my at my show last week. I'll tell you guys about it after this. Okay, uh, I love the podcast. I'm an aspiring stand-up comic and really love all the interviews with comedians and hearing about the writing process touring and just hearing Sam and Phil's one-liners and all the funny light and deep stuff you guys get into on the show. Here's my question. I've been dating a girl for about four months. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a guy. and it's, I'm guessing. And it's going well. The thing is, I'm really obsessed with comedy and my career. How do you juggle a relationship and a career in entertainment where it's really important to be available on a dime? and to not be able to plan stuff way in advance with my girlfriend. For instance, she wants to go away for the holidays with her family, but I want to stay available to comedy dates, fill-ins, and shows that might come up that week. Uh, How do you guys deal with relationships and planning? The, the beginning is the hardest. It's, it's never been an issue for me. Really? Never, yeah, people are always like, anyone that I've dated since I've been a comic, it's never been... Um, People are always like, well, how did you, you know, you got to go out at night or whatever. Obviously, you got to meet someone who's cool enough that's going to be supportive that they understand that that's your job. Right. Uh, but don't you think the beginning stages are harder where you're not getting a lot of money for it, if any money, and then you're like, I have to do this free show. And she's like, a free show at this venue is more important than my family. You know, it's like that's. I don't, I don't know. I, like for me, I always dated people that were that understood this is. You know, it's like a that's what you have to do. Like that's where you have to start or whatever. I don't know. It's never been an issue. With I anyone. see where he's coming from. I, I get it. Uh, yeah, I could see on. Yeah. yeah, I could see, and I've heard other people say that where it's like, oh, it's so hard to have a relationship when you're a comic. But it's, uh, yeah, it's from uh, it's never been. Yeah. What's more important to you, comedy or your home life? Uh, it de de <laughs> <laughs> that Can that just be the intense. show promo? Uh, <laughs> Uh, comedy is really important to me, but uh, home life is also very important to me. It's all, Sam? yeah, I mean, you don't no. have to choose. I mean, obviously, if, if it, there was a gig and it was something about my family and it was an emergency, I'd go to my family, obviously. There's, there's, yeah, yeah, you know, totally. If there's, but, I mean, if it's like a, if there's a member of your family that's sick or something like that, then I'm not going to go on the road. But if it's, it's your job and it has to be, um, it you is. have to give everything to it. Yeah, yeah. Stand up is really consuming. I mean, you got to you you have to do as many shows as you can possibly do. Like you can't do enough shows. You just can't. And uh, and I hear what he's saying. Like she's like going on vacation with my family or something. Seven yeah. days, whatever. You got to save up money for these things on the road. The road doesn't pay well. You want to give yourself fully to stand up. It's it's very hard to share your life with a woman in the beginning, or you know, whatever, because you're. You, if you're with someone you care about, you want to give them a nice life, right? 
and you have to live like kind of an animal for the first few years. Uh, yeah. So he's just I kind of blanked. He's just starting out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's so been dating this person for four No, months. yeah, you can't. You're going to resent her if you're on, if you go on a family vacation. You get that call. Hey, someone dropped out of this road weekend. We need you. And you can't do it. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, why did I do that? Yeah. yeah. I've said that to girls before when I've started dating them. I'd be like, this is what I have to do. It's like, you know, I got to work. And if, if I wasn't go, cause also the temptation, um, especially when you start, like I used to do the shittiest gig. Like they were like, this is going to suck from the second I get on stage. Like they just going to be awful. But, and so it's so tempting. It's so nice to just like chill with your girlfriend and have a glass of wine and watch a movie or whatever. But, uh, um, you don't want to get stuck in that. No, so I would all, I just wouldn't let myself do that at all, and I would just explain like if 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 I feel like I'm sacrificing my career for our relationship, it, it might be good for the time being, but down the road it's going to dawn on me what's going what's happening, and then I'm going to resent like our relationship won't work if I start doing that. So if you're listening and you're thinking about dating a performer, think hard because no, their well, you gotta career be little, is yeah, very. You got to be a little selfish. You have a little more for freedom for a few years, right? Yeah, at least where well, you have to. Once you are more established, you don't have to wait around as much. You can kind of pick and choose. You can pick and choose a little bit. So you can maybe you could take you can take you can you can take a night off a week. One night off a week. Maybe I mean wow. here's the th- here's the thing, and Phil and I try not to. And and uh, you, I mean Phil said he had tonight off, and he was like, I'm gonna find a place to get up. So I mean that's kind of our mindset. You know, you don't look at the night off as a night off. You want to be working. Yeah. So what if you have a girlfriend who's not in comedy and she wants to have dinner and and a movie, like you said, have a glass of wine, have Say, a night I'll, together? I'll breakfast and lunch and shit out of you, but dinner's tough. Uh, yeah, or you could, I mean, sometimes, I mean, it, it's different. In New York, It's you can kind of work around it because everything's open so late in the spot. Like, you could be like, you could have two spots. You could have three spots and your first one's at 11 o'clock. So you, you can go out with a yeah. girl or whatever. But if you're talking to this guy in St. Louis, he's not going up every night. It's not the same. He might right? be. I Is mean, he? I mean, maybe it, not every He wouldn't night. be doing he wouldn't be doing like one one. He's going to have a Wednesday probably. night off. But yeah, I, I right? yeah, but but he's going to be on I mean, I just had a guy opening for me in uh, Myrtle Beach, uh, who's, you know, whose girlfriend lives in Cincinnati. He's on the road like every weekend and he's, you know, he's grinding and, and he, I was like it must be tough for your girlfriend. He's like it's tough but she understands. Yeah, I can't imagine. You just got to be with someone who's cool enough to uh, like to me and maybe I'm delusional but if I was with someone that was working really hard and trying to, uh, you know, I've had girlfriends that were like going through school or like getting their masters or whatever. To me, I'm like, oh this I'm inspired by watching someone else work hard and right. kind of strive for their goals or whatever. So Maybe I'm delusional, but I would think that that would be cool for girls, too. It would be like, oh, my God, he's, like, really busting his ass trying to do this thing. I'm turned on by drive. Oh, yeah. That's an attractive quality. Well, yeah, because you're, like, it makes you, anyone that can, it's so hard to stay motivated, I think, no matter what you're doing after 10 years or whatever. So if you're with someone that's that's motivated, motivating you, it's there's, there's people that will encourage you, and that's great, that are, like, you know, but also, if they're striving for things themselves, it's 100% contagious. Just like someone who is not, who's like, you know, lying in bed and watching television all day, that's also contagious. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, it just doesn't, you create energy by working towards goals and stuff like that. It's so attractive to me. I'm like, oh my God. Like, if I meet someone who's busting their ass, it. I'd rather spend less time with someone, but then when you're you've such a pleasant kind of you think of them it's like energizing that's but at so a certain key. point where does your life start like are you saying you're never going to have vacations with people you're never going to do family stuff you're never no we're gonna- not saying that. i think i think in the first few years you're going to be struggling for money and you're going to 
when you have a little more, hopefully when you have a little more success, you can, yeah, you can take a vacation. You can take a, I took my first adult vacation a month and a half ago. What'd you do? Where'd you go? I went to LA to see a girl. Oh, nice. Oh, this it's like it's like Goodwill hunting. Yeah. I'm gonna go see about a girl. <laughs> uh, and it's paying off for you. You look happy. You look well rested. I look uh, radiant. You seem and muscular. More and balanced. Strong. You don't look very toned. I don't. I'm, I'm, I really let myself go. Um, you, <laughs> and then yeah, you can bring that back into can, your jokes. I think he. So is he saying that his lady is not? into him working so hard no he just is asking like you know she wants to plan for the holidays to go away uh, and it's f only four months in he's really into comedy he's obsessed with it and he wants to know well look i mean get ready to struggle for, to, for years you know you I mean, take yeah I don't know. If it's, it's gonna be tough for years but yeah. i mean if you if you love it then what, like what else are you no supposed to do if you love doing it were you not gonna do comedy that's when when people are like on the fence i'm like well you gotta if, if it's your favorite thing I was lucky because I'm not good at anything. Like I, I've never had anything else where you're like, the more you put into it, the more you get he's out. Really, he's really—he's right. being honest. He's not good at anything else. He's a like, bad listener. <laughs> he's a bad friend. No, he's, but like, but like, you know what I mean? I wasn't. It's not like I was like an athlete or anything like that. Right. So I mean, if this guy has other um, abilities, then there she is. There she is. Yeah. I'll finish. You know what? I'll finish what I was saying okay. on the next <laughs> podcast. Yeah, here's what I want to do. Hi. Hi. Jessica, how uh, are you? Everybody. Let's just go long on Should this we, one. We'll just do it. We'll a go long. long on this one and we'll, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, so excited to announce our long awaited guest. How can I possibly introduce her? You've seen her on Comedy Central's oh. Premium Blend and Fresh Faces. Could you give her more recent credit than Premium uh, and Blend? Be, yeah. Sorry, the last comic standing, <laughs> like Celebrity Apprentice, The Joy Behar Show. I obsessively you've seen, on, watched. you've seen her on Star Search. <laughs> Mike Listen. Douglas. <laughs> she was named Dinosaur. Best Female Comic by the Mac Association. Oh, she I can't even listen to this right now. The Nightlife <laughs> Award vomit. for the best stand-up comic. And, I'm, no. and I have no career. It's, it doesn't matter. But thank She's you She's a regular so at the New, uh, all over New York, comedy seller all over the country. And uh, we're just happy to have her. The very outrageous and lovely and hilarious Jessica Kirsan. Thank you so much. Hi, Am I saying Hi, it right? Kirsan? So, it's Kirsan. Kirsan. It doesn't matter. She changed it. It's, it really. It's so good to meet you. You too. I'm Anya. That's Sam. Hi, and Anya. that's Phil. Yeah. We know her. We yeah. know her. Yeah. Jessica. Yeah. I, uh, I. I can't. I don't even know where to start. I've seen you a, f a bunch of times now, but the first time I saw you, I think I was like really having a rough night. It was at the underground or at the Village Underground. Mm -hmm. You fucking blew my mind. Thank you. You were doing the thing where you turn away from the crowd and do yeah. the inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> Talk when to did myself. that start? When oh did you start doing God. that inner monologue? It was like my inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started doing it like, I don't know, how, maybe six years ago or something, but it didn't work for a long time. Was First of all, I have gig? to just say this because clear my conscience. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry I was late. Oh, oh it's okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. We accept your apology. I was, I was fine. shopping with my Jappy stepmother for my um, brother's wedding because I have to at Bloomingdale's. He's going to his brother's wedding. I was just wedding. reading yeah. uh, toast jokes. For my brother's That's wedding. Hysterical. They, they were bombing yeah, you I have a group call tonight with my sisters about the speech at the bachelor party. It's stressful. Because as a comic, everyone's like, oh, this is this better be funny. And yeah. you're just kind of like, it's not really. Yeah. They're like, let's have a call at like seven o'clock and all decide what we're going to say. Like, let's make it funny. It's I'm like, I can't. I can't take this. I'm just, why don't yeah. I just kill myself? In front I go of sincere. Family? I go sincere. Yeah, but you got to have some laughs in there or else it's a failure to them. Like, my, I was on the phone with my dad and I was like, Dad, I just, I don't know what to, like, what angle. 
cool should I do? And my dad's like, you're asking me about performance? I'm like, it's a little I know. different. It's, it's very a, different. You're yeah, not going to be somebody. like, hey, anyone celebrate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do crowd work. Yeah. <laughs> they asked me to do stand-up, and I was like, no. Oh, don't ever. I've done I it. I've done it. I've bombed in front of my family so many times, and I'm already having, I have huge issues with everyone. now. it's a lot. Me too. Like, how do you bomb? No, I've bombed at like 40 birthday parties for cousins, and they just all stare at me. And I'm like, like I, 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 this is why I feel alone all the time. It's, and my immediate family is amazing, but you can't perform for your family. No. You can't. Yeah, these are the people that go up to you and ask if you're still doing comedy. They're and why then, you're doing uh, comedy. Yeah. They're why I'm doing yeah. it. Did you start the inner monologue? Was that at a bad gig? No. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was. Because when you're I, I was right. watching you been. on... Uh, on Saturday at the Underground, and when you turned around and did that, I was like, I could so see how a shitty gig would inspire that. When you know your yeah. jokes are better than the audience, we well, this is what happened. Too. You know what? Yeah. That is exactly what happened. It only works when a joke doesn't do great. Obviously, <laughs> like why would I have a whole conversation with myself? So I, I for a long time just did it whenever, and it would mm -hmm. bomb every single time. And I'm like, I'm not letting this go. I had this is so me so now when a joke doesn't work i'm like it's okay you're gonna be fine you chose the right career you need to take care of yourself and a lot of times they don't laugh because they're like what the fuck is she talking about but i get deeper and deeper you know yeah. like you'll be home soon you it's I, okay i remember one where you were you said something like bread is not a starch no i say we, i say wheat bread is still bread uh -huh. <laughs> Most people get that. But I've, now I, I added, that. you know, you lie to yourself. You're an addict and you lie to yourself <laughs> yeah. that it's okay. That's, it's because it's true. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's gluten-free. I can eat seven I, bags of it. I really <laughs> relate to that a lot. Yeah. It's, you know what's <laughs> cool? So it's Because like, there is something funny. It's like a measured, like... Uh, it's a measured meltdown in a way, not an actual yeah. meltdown. But like, if you have a, if you ever do a gig where you have an actual meltdown, of and people course. are just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah, right. But it, like the way you do it, it's like it's planned and it's funny, so it's like it, it's memorable. There's something very memorable. Yeah, about it. I, I like it, and I and it actually gives me hope because most people get it and laugh, but I actually love when people just stare at me when I turn around, <laughs> and they're literally just like, "What is going on?" Like it makes my whole night when they yeah. don't get it because most people aren't deep. Did you keep doing it because? Like, because yeah. you just enjoyed doing it so much? Or were you like, I know this is going to be funny? Or was you no, like, No, I didn't so know it was going to be funny. I just, <laughs> I, at a certain point, as you guys know too, I know you know this, I didn't care anymore. Yeah. Like, I kind of enjoy when people don't get it. Uh -huh. So it, it made my night more fun I've to just have people not get what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you think once you stop caring, uh, all of a sudden comedy goes to that? I think that's when people get great, when they stop caring. I I'm, always tell people that, that you'll start killing more and having more fun when you don't care as much yeah. isn't it so freeing i don't yes. know i don't know if i've reached that point really? but i've certainly seen comment i know i've seen people do that and i've heard people have conversations with you know certain comics that are huge that are that's what they've said but i can see that when you don't need a laugh or you just it seems so weird you know what it also i tell people it looks confident Yes. Doesn't it? Yes. It, it's, it, it, get, it gets them more like, oh, I should be laughing at her. You know yeah. what? It looks more like, I don't care what you think. This I, is funny and whatever. Shows yeah. if I feel it's really low mm. stakes, where I'd probably, 
I've I've certainly have felt that. I just don't know if I feel like a hundred percent of the time. But I've certainly and done. No one shows. feels that way a hundred percent of the time. Oh, I don't I, feel I, like that on cruise ships with like all <laughs> old people. I'm dying for them to like me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and then I, I think, want them all to die. I, <laughs> it's uh, it's so horrific. Those are like the middle of the sets where you feel like yelling out, "Mommy!" I do. Sometimes I'll go, "Dad." I say that. <laughs> I feel like some people think don't care a hundred percent of the time, and I think that's why. Besides yeah. when they do new stuff, I think that's why new stuff doesn't work a lot of the time because you can not care at all, but then you really care if your new stuff works because you're like, is this is there potential you're that right. I just waste my whole it's day? It's very hard to do a lot of new stuff. Yeah, because you, you do care because you're like, I want this could be a whole other thing for me and I want it to hit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Because the old stuff, you're doing old tried and true. You don't care because you're like, if these people don't laugh, I know a thousand people have laughed hey, before Yeah, you did a joke on TV or yeah. something. It's been validated. You right. Know? After I do a bit on TV and I come back, if I do it in a club again, it just it's like funnier than ever because you're like, it's already worked for me when it needed to work, and now I don't give And a the shit. new stuff, I don't sell as much because I'm like, I don't even know if this is funny. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. It's hard hey, to find your Hey, you know feet. when yeah. like I'm half committed to it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, also yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. work for that reason. Yeah. You're shrugging as you give the punchline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You might not. Desperate. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it because when I was watching, it was like an Andy Kaufman thing, like where I was like, she does not give a fuck if anyone laughs or not. She's just, you were almost reveling in the discomfort of the audience, which is what I loved. Yeah, I kind of, I've real, you know, and sometimes now I say like, you know, no matter what you do, you can't change everyone. Everyone has a history. They're not going to change during the show. You know, I always tell women now they have like an emotional burqa, a lot of them. Like they just mm. keep them, they fold their arms and stare at me like I'm crazy. I just, yeah. I love that uncomfortable people that don't let go. Yes. It's just, it makes, I can't, there's so many people like that, especially because I put out a lot of videos and some of them are controversial and people, the reactions are amazing. Oh, amazing. I think I've seen some of those. Like the guy where you, you sit down in a strip mall or something and there's a right. man and she there's a hidden camera. <laughs> Jessica sits down right next to this man. There's like a hundred empty, empty seats and I sit like on top of him and start <laughs> screaming so, and crying and like, there's right. no reaction. I've seen the one where you're right next to him and then you just have a meltdown and start crying and weeping and then you're like, why? Yeah, I why? scream why and he's just like just sitting there not paying attention. No, I've concerned. been doing ones lately about Kimberly Davis and those are going insane. I mean, you gotta I gotta check you guys, out Jessica's Facebook page. They're they're crazy. I've been, I'm impersonating her. So I put one up <laughs> the other day of her um, talking like behind the scenes and a lot of people thought I was her so even gay people are like you fucking bitch you really where were you oh they're amazing just in my li living room and I did one last night and it already has like 70,000 views because I, I said I did her you know how she went on stage and they were Eye of the Tiger Eye of the Tiger with Huckabee right so I did her watching herself on CNN having an emo emotional breakdown with my hair like her <laughs> so to Eye weird. of the Tiger and I was screaming and I'm like ah, ah. I just start pulling out my hair and people go crazy. They go absolutely insane. I have gotten more Bible verses. Like, it's just <laughs> unreal. You know what's crazy about that is that Mike Huckabee went there and he's like, fire. Like, even as, as dumb as Mike Huckabee is, 
And like, you know, I know he's like, he doesn't believe in evolution, all this stuff. The fact that he's just standing there right next to her, not knowing what's going to come out of her mouth. She could just be like, she could just be like, and another thing, the Jews also. She could just start trashing. <laughs> she could just go completely nuts, right? <laughs> she could be like, Hitler was right. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's like raising her arm. It's like, you don't I, know what did she's Did you a, see him a, wiping away fake tears? Uh, I mean, I just no. Oh, I love. I had Republicans write on my Facebook page, which is comedian Jessica Kirsten, which I hate the name. I'm mortified by it, but they won't let me change it. Anyway, um, I have people write, if I was going to vote for Mike Huckabee, now I'm not. Like, literally, Republicans are disgusted by him. Wow. Because he's just, like, wiping away tears and holding her. It was so insane. Did you see her husband? Yeah, dressed yeah, in yeah. the overalls. Oh, we, uh, and, I just, oh I just showed Phil Hanley. Dana Gould, the comedian, posted a tweet <laughs> of uh, his husband in the overalls in this awful outfit next to Kim Davis, and it said, and he just wrote, "Dress for the job you want." Yeah, I wrote, "These are my new agents in That's LA." I saw that. <laughs> that cracked me up. You also had this picture uh, a while ago on your Instagram of this woman, this woman completely asleep in the airport with her mouth hanging open, and Jessica just writes, "My agent." I know. I, I'm. I'm hard. Horrible. I love it. I don't even remember I what I do. I think we have the same agent. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> Not doing anything. <laughs> sleeping. You travel so much, right? Because yeah. you do a lot of these videos in your car where you're driving. She sings to music. Mm-hmm. And uh, lip syncs to it, and uh, I think I was sick with the flu one week, and I watched like a hundred of your videos. Oh, I and love that! It brought me so much comfort and joy. But um, you have an amazing voice. Thank you. I truly do. And um, I'm just curious, like, how do you tra- stay sane while you're traveling? We were all by doing that. <laughs> like, if I don't do something artistic while I'm traveling, I I can't deal with it. I have a very hard time being on the road. So I, when when I put out stuff, and then I can look and see comments and view it just makes it easier you know i realized a long time ago you cannot be a comic that just waits for things to happen i mean every single thing almost that i've gotten is because of what i put out it's usually other comics that help me i've never had management or agents right who have done it for me ever and the more i put out the more followers i'm getting and the more attention i get from other people like you know producer might say i see your stuff on facebook whereas my agent would have never gotten he probably got me to that producer right so you just have to keep putting out content and it that's what gets me through it do we are we all supposed to like download every new social media app that comes like periscope is a new no, thing no i mean i you, can't. i want you to periscope us but but periscope. Uh, I, I love I what you just on. said sam that's like my grandmother <laughs> i need to periscope my uh, oh my god my brunch and have my so my children can see my but periscope I, but i like the, i like the idea of you doing it but i can't i can't i have too much on my phone i can't i, I can't fit it. it i don't know how to open the application please tell the, the thing about web. oh you know what you reminded me of I love the thing you do with Rachel Feinstein. Where you oh, play, yeah. my favorite where you do, thing. Where you do old Jewish Yentas. women. Yentas. Yeah, well, the thing with Rachel and I is that we <laughs> are old, old, old friends. She, um, we have a sexual uh, attraction, but it never gets played out. It's just, you know, she's like, I have been in love with you for 50 years, but we never get to that point. I fall asleep all the me. time. She, ver- <laughs> she verbally abuses me like you. Cunt! Like she's constantly yeah. screaming and I fall asleep. And... Um, it's it's amazing. We've actually gone up at the stand and done like twenty minute sets as those two women. And oh really? Yeah, I we saw we, one of those. You did? Yes, those are I think it both ended of in our fisting. favorite. <laughs> fisting, fisting. To, yeah, to the like the Hanukkah song. You were like, no. yell out anything, and somebody's like, 
What no, we don't say anything. On? We say you can ask about zoning laws, the Holocaust, or our <laughs> sexual issue, our sexual histories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was it true that story that you tell about the um, the nursing home and your grandmother? Yes. Please tell it. I'm not. Oh you don't have to waste your joke on this, but it cracks waste me. Waste your up. joke on this <laughs> on, on this, this podcast. Way to, way to sell the podcast. No, yeah. No. Wow. So don't waste sorry. on the thing that we all on this podcast. <laughs> you don't want to. Um, I say that all old Jewish women sound like little bees when they talk. You're Jewish, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what they sound like when they talk, right? And then there's sometimes a cough, like... (laughs) And my grandmother, um, her friend yelled out... And a little uh, bit of like Andrew Dice Clay. (laughs) 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 Oh! They don't do that. Oh God! But do they know what you do for a living? Well, she, no. She, I walked away once, and uh, and her, her one of her friends yelled out, "That's B. Fobman's granddaughter. She's a lesbian magician." <laughs> <laughs> so she literally yelled that out in front of the card room. She thought she was being quiet, and um, and then I say I fucked her and made her disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, sorry to interrupt in the middle of the podcast, but this turned out to be such a great conversation with Jessica that we split it up into two podcasts. So I'm going to do the quick plugs right here, and then you can listen next week for part two. So check out Jessica Curson at Westminster College, September 16th. She'll be at the Stand Comedy Club in New York City, September 18th and 29th, and at Tacoma Comedy Club, September 24th. All her tour dates are at jessicacurson, K-I-R-S-O-N dot com. Check out her fan page on Facebook and her stern show prank calls on Sirius XM. Sam Morell, you can follow him at Sam Morell, M-O-R-R-I-L on Twitter. He'll be at the Tap Room and Grill in Haddon Township, New Jersey, September 18th, the 24th through 26th at Comedy Works in Albany and October 1st through 3rd at Laughs in Kirkland, Washington. Also often on Red Eye on Fox and his special is coming out soon so stick around and check out his Twitter for all those details. Phil Hanley will be doing Phil Hanley and Friends in New York City. Check out his tour dates on his website or follow at Phil M. Hanley on Twitter. And I will be playing a show at the Why Not Jazz Room in New York City, September 29th. You can RSVP by uh, sending an email rsvp at denentertainment.com or just check out all my tour dates i'll be opening up for josh radin in uh, new york city and all over the east coast some midwest dates in there too at anyamarina.com slash tour and you can also pre-order my new album paper plane at anyamarina.com thanks so much for listening to we know nothing we love you bye